Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and all the ships at sea, welcome back to another episode of the Blind Leading the Blind podcast. My name is Chris. And I am Mike. And I am Maddie D. Oh, Maddie D. There are three voices. There are three voices. (laughs) We'll get there in a second, folks. First, let's get through this contact info stuff. Mr. Wilson, get after it. Okay. Well, if you want to see us like in the next 37 seconds, we are in the basement of B Ministries, Marion, Ohio, in the spacious and lovely confines of Studio B. Now, if you would like to get a hold of us through the ethers, on the air, and other places, you can do it first off through Facebook. You find us at first name Blind Leading, all one word, last name The Blind, all one word. What if someone would choose to find us perhaps in an email? Well, if they wanted to send us an email, they would be able to reach us at blindpod at gmail.com. That's B-L-I-N-D-P-O-D at gmail.com. Isn't that amazing? It just trips off the tongue. It really does. It just, it's, like, it's like we've said it. It before. really does. Yeah. Well, before we get into uh, the first segment, let's go ahead and properly introduce our desk, guest. Our desk? Our desk. Um, the desk is brown. <laughs> it's got wood on it. Um, That's not. <laughs> no, Mr. Matthew Duzma, everybody. Hello. Hello. He was shanghaied from the lobby of the church. He was. Uh, funny. So I'll yes. tell you guys how this went down. Okay. First of all, we're a day late and a dollar short on recording this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, some family matters popped up yesterday, mm-hmm. and so uh, we were not able to record. And so here we are on, of a Tuesday. Of a, of a Tuesday. Of a Tuesday. Um, Tuesday evening, and uh, I came rolling in late after work, as usual, just running and gunning. Come through the lobby of the church, caught Mr. Wilson, said, come on, I'm ready to go. Then I happened to see that Maddie D was just standing there with nothing to do. And so I said, hey, Maddie. And he turned around and looked at me and said, oh. I was just here talking softball with Wilson, and all of a sudden, I I get lassoed, and I'm being dragged downstairs. Hey, Maddie, you want to come hang out for about an hour? And the look was... Oh, no. Oh, what boy. chores Here do I have to do? Oh, how can I get out of this? I'm, I'm sure it's my night to walk the goldfish. I'm absolutely certain it is. He started thinking of all the things that he had to do at home that he could do to get out of this. Uh, so this one, ladies and gentlemen, is even more than usual, just straight off the dome. This, yep. is, this, this is all fly by the seat of our pants. Let's yep. see what happens. Yep. With special guest Maddie Duisma, Coach Maddie D. By That's the way, right. let's let's yeah. So Thank before, you for pronouncing it right, by the way. Yeah, Co- see, coach, I learned last time. Uh, he said last coach time I a said million it wrong. times. Yeah, <laughs> last time I said it wrong, and so I learned from that. Yeah, it's Duisma. I, I was proud of Dan on Sunday when he said it right. Yeah, yeah. he did good. Yeah. Um, by the way, Coach, uh, you want to do a shameless plug for church softball? Uh, shameless plug for church softball. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how exactly you go about it. If you want, if you uh, want to play softball, get a hold of Maddie D. Yeah, pretty much. There you go. Because <laughs> we have fun. Yes, <laughs> we may not win a lot or ever or, 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 yet. <laughs> or at all. Just say a yet. game. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it, the goal this year is to win but a game. Playoffs, playoffs. I just want to win a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So, uh, all right. So, if you want to play softball, get a hold of Maddie D. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, all right. So. First up, first segment. Oh boy. Are you oh prepared? Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Here we go. I'm ready. Coming right in hot. Okay. The Dead Report. This has been quite the week. 
Hold on. Did we have a dead report when you were here last time? I believe so. I wonder who died when he was here before. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I don't remember. There's been a lot of people that died since. I can tell you that. There certainly have. Wow. Well, Mr. Wilson, who of note that you know about has died? That I, and that is true, that I know about. There could have been people who passed away that I have no idea. Yep. First, Chaim Total. Uh, do you need a, a tissue for that sneeze? Chaim Total. T-O-D-O-L. Actually, if you have ever seen the movie Fiddler on the Roof, he was a fiddler. Ah. If you were a rich man. Little deedle deedle. Yeah, little deedle deedle. Yeah, So, yeah, he passed away. Oh. Um, which I, I just kind of took note of that. Okay. Um, yeah, also in terms of actors, Robert Blake passed away. Now, he had a show way back when called Beretta. Yep. And he had a bird yep. na- named, I think, Fred. 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 Yes. Yes, he passed away. Yep. Um, eventful life he had. <laughs> um, and then a couple of sports deaths. Yep. The Cincinnati Reds. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> the Cincinnati Don't Reds have died. Don't scare me like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, just the whole team? They're yeah, all just, just, the whole team's dead? Yeah. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Okay. Came out of spring training and went, oh, we're dead, guys. We are dead. <laughs> First up, uh, Bud Grant, uh, coach for the Minnesota Vikings way back when. Oh, uh, the Minnesota. Yeah, when they, uh, when they had the purple people eaters and they went yeah, yeah, yeah. Tarkington. Yep, yep, sure. Won the NFL. Yep. So, yeah, he passed away. Uh, Joe Pepitone. Anybody remember Joe Pepitone? Mm. I do not. See, I remember all these old people. Well, that's, you know, people get old and that's, then they die. Yeah, that's why you're Does you're it count if I've heard the name? Yeah, it counts. Yeah, I've heard uh, the name. Baseball, New York Yankees, first yeah. baseman and an outfielder. Yeah. Um, interesting, interesting character featured in a couple of books about that era. Specifically... Um, Jim Bouton and Ball Four. Joe Pepitone was in that book, I do believe. <laughs> ball Four. Ball Four. And then last but not least, and this is probably the most interesting one, guy by the name of Jack Holder, who was the last... Really? S- yes. Last survivor of Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Passed away. Um, amazing guy. Um, survived Pearl Harbor. Went to be a flight engineer on PBYs in the Pacific. And then wanted to fly himself, so he was flying B-24s in Europe um, during the latter part. Went on to be a commercial pilot. Um, he was interviewed as one of the last few survivors in 2018, wherein he introduced his 97-year-old fiance. <laughs> I love this dude. Wow. <laughs> um, they, were, they were concerned because I guess he worked on a couple of movie sets as sort of a, a technical advisor. And they were concerned that, you know, he might tire early. No, he was the last guy out every night. They would go to a bar somewhere, and he was the last guy to go home. Wow. So, yeah, he was a he was a hard charger, but he has passed away, the last survivor of Pearl Harbor. Wow. Yeah. My, my uh, father-in-law was in Pearl Harbor. Yeah, I remember, yeah. I remember hearing yeah. about that. He was yeah. a cook on the ship because mm-hmm. that was all they'd let him do. Well, <laughs> why? Because he was black. Yes. Mm. Um. All right, then. That's the dead report? That is the dead. Those are all the significant deaths of which I am aware. If you yourself have passed away recently, please get in touch with me, and we will announce it. Ding dong ditch. 
All right. Uh, well, uh, that's the dead report. So that brings us up to news. Mr. Wilson, do you have any news? I do. Sports news. Sports news first. Sports news first, uh, always. Jim Beheim. Yeah. Uh, college basketball coach at Syracuse. Syracuse has retired after 47 years. Whew. However, he is not leaving the university. Oh, he he's said, not? I have no idea what else I would do, so I'm just going to show up every day. Oh, that's amazing. Isn't it great? Oh, I figured he'd be hanging out with Coach K wherever he's at. Doing um, commercials for Aflac. Yeah, with, uh, <laughs> with uh, what's his name from Alabama? I, we don't speak of him. <laughs> so this confused me because I, for some reason, thought he had retired a few years ago. I don't know if he announced a few years ago and then decided he wasn't retiring or what the deal might be that I'm thinking of. I don't know. I really don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. Do you have any sports news, Maddie? Uh, I do not of right recently? offhand. Okay. All right. I have, well, it's not a sports news. I had an opportunity for <clears throat> row one, seat two option for the NCAA game happening in Columbus on Sunday. Really? Nice. Um, I had to turn it down, however, because the game starts at noon. Okay. And I'm at church. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So. That's a bummer. So, unfortunately, had to say no. Yeah. Um, mm. It would have been uh, even more of a bummer if, if Pete were flying in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's not. I'm, he's not. I'm no. still not over it. Yeah, um, he'll be in Albany, New York. It's, it's a heartache, for sure. Yes. How long does it take to drive to Albany? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we should look that up and think about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt, you, you, you haven't been around. So, so Pete flies for the Miami Hurricanes. Yeah. Well, for a, um, a booster. A sorry, a booster of. Uh, supporter of the, the team. And okay. so he flies basically to every game and gets to pretty much sit in really, really good seats. Yeah, he sends us pictures I've when seen, he's yeah. in courtside seats. I've seen some of those. Yeah. 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 Um, Making and, me jealous. Yeah, and so we were really <laughs> pulling for Miami to get put in Columbus to play the first round, um, which they did not. And wow. so we were very sad about it because we thought we were going to get to see Florida Pete. Keep, keeps me from spending four days doing none of the things I would normally have done. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean none of them. <laughs> uh, well, now you have a pork shoulder. I do. <laughs> come out. It's not going to be this weekend. It's too cold. Oh, yeah. It is very cold. Yeah, we, we sprung forward too hard right back into winter. Well, it's not winter um, anymore. It's just harassment. Yeah. Right. Um, all right. So, uh, it's sports news. I don't... Oh, I have sports news. Do you? Yeah, my Chicago Bears are really cleaning oh, house, buddy. Dude, it's going to be pretty. It's. I really am excited about this yeah. year. Yeah, you should be. Yeah, they they doing good. Have you seen any, or heard anything? I am stunned at how well they're doing yeah. and wheeling and dealing. <laughs> yeah, Which it was just be, one deal, wasn't it? Well, started, and now they're getting in the free free agency game. Ah, oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They're doing good. Yep. Real good. I'm yep. excited. Yep. Uh, uh, Tampa Bay is also wanting, um, what's his name? Kid from Oklahoma. Just went right out of my head. Oh, um, not, not Stetson Bennett. That yeah. guy's from Georgia. Uh why can I not think Dylan of this Dylan was one? just saying this guy's name the other day. He, he went to, he was in Carolina. Yeah. And he, he was with the Browns. Yeah. Okay, that guy. Baker, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, yes. Um, Tampa Bay, I think, is sniffing around him trying to, I know. Yes. Stop it. I, I saw I, that I, today. Uh-huh. 
You're going to try to roll around in Tom Brady's old locker and try to get some of that juju. I guess. <laughs> boy, back, boy. Back when I was in the fantasy baseball, we had a term for a player that just kept finding his way onto other players' rosters. Yeah? What was the term? Let's not say that here. <laughs> <laughs> inappropriate. Oh, boy, oh, oh an boy. inappropriate term. <laughs> yes. Well, then. All right, then. Like Dave Roberts. <laughs> Played for five, six baseball to different teams. Every year they would go to the World Series. People picked him up because mm-hmm. he went to the World Series. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So. Um, okay, so regular news. Okay. I'm go last. You go last? Yeah, I go last. Okay. Maddie, you got regular news? Regular news. Uh, there's lots of going on with banks right now. A lot of uh, uncertainty, I guess. Uh, there's a bank out in California that the feds just decided, you know what? Your bank sheets aren't looking good. We're taking over. And, uh, (laughs) the people that have stuff in your accounts, yeah, we're giving them their money and we are going to just take you over. Yep. I heard about that. Mm -hmm. I uh, saw a Facebook meme that said, wait, what? It's bank collapse season. I still have all my train derailment (laughs) decorations up. <laughs> Things yes. move so quickly, don't they? Oh boy! Yeah, there's um, so much to look seasons. at. There's so much to look at. There is. There All right, is. Wilson. Regular news. Hit me. Okay, regular news. Um, I've got a couple. Well, let me do this one. We'll keep it short. Um, Cincinnati, Ohio. Send it. Ray Anderson. Ray. Ray Anderson. Okay. Cincinnati Animal Care, C A R E. They were called in. Uh, because there was a car that was pulled over. Mm -hmm. Out of the back of this car (laughs) ran a serval cat. S-E-R-V-A-L. Love serval cats. Yeah. Which, which, by the way, are illegal to keep in Ohio. What? You are not permitted. What? They're so cute. You're not permitted. Um, That's a shame. It is. Because it's a really pretty looking animal. And they're really tall. They're small. They're, they're, They're just tiny little cats. Yeah. And... As a matter of course in this, once they captured this this little kitty, um, they took it to the care center and they did a drug test. I don't know why they do. Well, I do know why they did this, do this, but um, it's a matter of course. Well, the cat tested positive for cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Cocaine cat. Cocaine Instead of cocaine bear. Yes. He he must have saw the movie. (laughs) Yeah. And he bolted as soon as he saw the popo. Man, he was gone. (laughs) My goodness. (laughs) Now, now here's the the best part. And I will read this. It is not the first time that Cincinnati Animal Care, which has been operating as the county animal shelter, has had a wild animal test positive for drugs. In 2022, the group took in a capuchin monkey named Nep. (laughs) That was high on methamphetamines. You said 2022? Yes, just last year. Why did they not just say a few months ago? I, but they, I'm just reading the article here. I'm just... <laughs> it's, so evidently there is a significant animal drug problem in Cincinnati. A serval on coke and a... Wow. A monkey on uh, meth. The war on drugs is not going well. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken from the prophet Matty D. <laughs> it makes me wonder. Well, never mind. I'm not going to say anything about that. Because <laughs> I, I know that there is 
other news out there, and I have been waiting with bated breath. I have been forewarned that this is spectacular. Does it beat a guy killing somebody with moose antlers? To me, it does. Okay, let's go for it. But 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 I, I do want to hear about a guy killing somebody with moose okay, antlers. Okay, let me do that real quick. Yeah, then. go for it. Um, guy, there was a, a a predator, a sexual predator in uh, in the neighborhood, and this guy was out had gotten out of jail. There were rumors all over the community that he was you know stalking children. Um, so this guy who has a daughter at a particular school saw him sitting out in front of the school, went to his house with a shovel, and moose antlers and clocked him on the head with the shovel and proceeded to beat him to death and slice him to death with moose antlers. At which point, he just got in his car, went to the police station, and turned himself in, covered in blood with the moose moose antlers. Moose (laughs) antlers. With the moose antlers. (laughs) So that, but that guy is in jail. Well, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, you can't kill somebody with moose antlers and not go to jail. Yeah use deer antlers i suppose it's different well see if he did just actually took a deer or a moose there getting a moose in the door of a house like that would be fun well you, you, i mean just you, you kill the guy and then you let the moose the do his thing and, yeah. and then you can just blame the moose okay You've thought about this. That's what, or else you came up with that very quickly, which troubles me, in and of itself. Well, you know how quickly I am. I do. Uh, my how quickly works. I am. How quickly I am. I do know how quickly you is. <laughs> uh, the quickliest. Okay. This, uh, you got this news. Uh, he's been talking about. Got to do it. <laughs> All right. So, I came across this, um, and I immediately was like, "Oh, I win on news." Okay. For several reasons. One, this news takes place in Naples, Florida. <gasps> Does it really? The home of one Florida Pete. Yep. So, and it involves squirrels and a golf course. Oh, my. You ever seen Caddyshack? I have. More than once. I have not. Strap and up, I boys. I still need to. Strap up, boys. I've got a riveting story to tell you. Go ahead. <laughs> Windermere Country Club is at peak playability right now. Unless you count the squirrels. The 27-hole Naples, Florida golf complex is going through quite an ordeal when it comes to the regional wildlife. Squirrels in the area are being nuisances in all sorts of ways, and it's beginning to force the hand of the Windermere higher-ups. We are looking into... Hold on. I got to stop. The headline. The headline. I didn't read the headline. The headline reads, Aggressive Squirrels Forcing Florida Country Club to Consider Relocation Options. Okay. (laughs) So you can see why I said, I win. (laughs) This is great. This is great so far. So, here we go. Uh, The the guy says, We are looking into the issue to determine the best outcome for both the squirrels and our members' safety. After receiving numerous reports of aggressive behavior by the animals around several golf tee boxes, (laughs) said the Windermere CEO, Ryan Cazetto, At this point, there are no traps on our property, and we are in the process of determining next steps of which will be uh, we will update you on soon. 
What makes this all even more complicated is that the club is part of the Audubon Cooperative Sanctuary Program, Mm -hmm. which protects the environment, including wildlife. Mm. You ever heard the Audubon Society, Mike? I don't believe so. It's bird watching people. Okay. They they protect the birds. They like birds, Mm -hmm. but also other wildlife. Mm -hmm. Um, It says, when the idea of relocating the squirrels arose, many locals and nature lovers in the area immediately expressed their disapproval. Experts have also stated that relocating can ultimately be destructive for the animals that have to fight for a space to coexist with new animals. Relocating our native gray squirrels is absolutely absurd, said Naples resident Brittany Hubbard, my guy. To say that they are aggressive is a complete excuse. She's obviously never been charged by a squirrel. Uh, You have to say... You have to say that to justify your ridiculous behavior. <laughs> Not my guy anymore. Now that you want to have an attitude, Brittany. <laughs> Windermere Country Club has yet to announce its plans. Yet for the squirrels, or sorry, it has yet to announce its plans for the squirrels, but the squirrely behavior appears to have already begun. So... Uh, here's a tweet. Uh, dude's Twitter handle is Naples Golf Guy. Okay. Uh, or Naples Matt. Uh, it says Windermere Country Club probes relocation options for aggressive squirrels. I've played the golf course a lot, and I would say the squirrels are persistent. If you leave open food containers in your cart, they will help themselves. Okay. Duh. <laughs> Idiot. So would I, but. (laughs) So, aggressive squirrels. Florida Pete, if you are listening, if you happen upon Windermere Country Club, please be safe. Arm yourself. (laughs) Keep your head on a swivel. (laughs) I'm not trying to have my boy taken down by some squirrel. Listen, (laughs) folks, listen. All the Florida Man articles? Just oh, let just them like, dudes go in there. You won't have no squirrels left. You right. won't have no squirrels problems. Just turn the rednecks loose in there, have a barbecue in about an hour and a half, and it'll all be over. Instead of killing the pythons, they need to release them on the golf course to kill the squirrels. And video it. As it oh, yes. I second it. Oh, yes. I third it. Yes. I pass it into law. Make it so. Well, now, let, I, I did just a little bit of research while you were speaking. Speaking. Florida Pete tells me he lives 5.8 miles from the Windermere <laughs> Golf Course. Yes, Pete. 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 Fire up the smoker, baby. We're oh, coming. Oh, Pete. I'm coming with my shotgun. Mike's bringing the smoker. We about to eat real good, son. If you ain't never had squirrel gravy, you about to, mm. son. Mm-hmm. You can't mm-hmm. sit still and eat it, son. It's too good. Squirrel is good. It really is. I'm, Look, squirrel gravy. Mm. You can't beat it. You can't beat it with a stick. Mm-hmm. So that's my that's my that's awesome that's, that's my great. awesome news I've been hanging on to. I believe to. there will be a follow up to this. I just I, I, I just hope have so. a feeling. I really hope yeah. so. By yeah. the way, my backup uh-huh. was the cocaine cat. Was it really? Yeah. Uh, it's, scary. <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> it's so scary. Me and him have to be careful sometimes. Like 
there are times where I have to be like, all right, I need to know what your news is because I'm pretty sure we have the same thing. Like, cause he and I are so similar. We find the same news articles. And the number of times we come in here and I'll start reading and he'll just go, ah, daggone it, he stole it. Or, or vice versa. And he's always stealing my news. And yeah. meanwhile, and I or came unprepared. Facts. Oh, it's all good. It you was all spontaneous. You, you didn't did know. You did not have an opportunity to prepare. Yeah, you didn't know. You didn't know. But you did find a fun fact, did you not? Fun fact, yes. Good, because right now it's time for fun facts. Maddie D, as a guest of honor, I'm going to let you start us off. Since you said you found one, hit me with the fun fact. Okay, so uh, there are a lot of records in baseball, and I just love baseball. It's a whole lot of numbers. You keep stats. One of the biggest stats for a pitcher, strikeouts. Yes. So... Everyone knows the strikeout king, Nolan Ryan. Yep. But who is the leader in walks allowed? I'm sure not many people actually think about that. I do not know. Raleigh Fingers. No. Raleigh Fingers. Let me see where he is on the list. He is not top 20. Okay. The career leader in walks allowed? Greg Maddox. Oh, now you're just messing with me. <laughs> you're stupid. Yeah, no, I'm just messing. I'm just starting to name off all my favorite pitchers now. <laughs> the career leader in walks allowed is Nolan Ryan. Really? And that would just stand to reason. So he's the leader in all categories. Pretty much. Including the including walks. on Robin Ventura's head. Yes. <laughs> I saw that and, video again. Yes. <laughs> it never gets old, does it? No, it doesn't. So good. So Nolan Ryan leads in the category of walks allowed by almost a thousand walks. No one's ever going to break this record. Number two on the list is Steve Carlton. Number three is Phil Necro. So you've had to have pitched a long time to be on this list. Yeah. You can't just be some scrub walking five people a game and get there. No, all those guys are like, what, 20 20 years? 20 years. 20 years or so? Yeah. Right? Let me see. Nolan Ryan had to be in the league for forever. Yeah, for (laughs) at least 20 years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Babe Ruth, to, never mind. Uh. <laughs> so let me see the recents on this list. Roger Clemens is ninth yeah, on this list. Yeah, that's yeah. He's a little over halfway to Nolan Ryan. Tom Glavin, 12th on the list. Really? My boy. Yeah. My boy. Uh-huh. Randy Johnson, as long as he pitched, 13th on the list. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> Randy first... Johnson. Death's my... <laughs> Sheer terror. <laughs> mm, mm, me pitch no. Me throw ball. Oh, bird dead. Sorry, Mr. Bird. Another good video. You got to look Oh, up. yeah. If you've never yes. seen a bird explode due to being hit by a baseball, um, I suggest you YouTube that. Google what, it. What happens when a bird flies through at the wrong moment? Oh, my gosh. Uh, and I the thing is, is, you could never do that on purpose. Oh, no. no. You, there, you, there's no way you could ever hit a bird on purpose. Like, yeah. they're too fast. Yeah. But it, it just happened to come through right at the right time. <laughs> he was gunning for that three-year-old's popcorn. Mm-hmm. His his focus was otherwise engaged. Yep. Mr. Matt, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's good. Good stuff. Mr. Wilson, fun fact me. Um, 
Fargo, North Dakota. <laughs> That's pretty much a fun fact all I, in and of itself. I think I hear banjos. <laughs> you hear Lutkefisk. Um, <laughs> Lederhosen? <laughs> uh, the United States government is performing a First Amendment audit um, on portions of the uh, Fargo government. I didn't even know this was a thing. Hmm. Hmm. So the mayor had a response when the federal government showed up to perform this audit. He called 911. <laughs> 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 he said, I got somebody. And, and basically it was, I got somebody here who says they're from the government. I don't believe them. And their story is not making any sense. Get over here. So there were Fargo cops that started showing up. Now, I don't know what happened eventually. I'm sure it got sorted out. I'm sure. But can you imagine? The oh, going, but I bet you the first couple of minutes. Not on my watch, suit boy. <laughs> Bob, fire up the wood I'm, chipper. We got another one. I'm scared. <laughs> Someone's from, they're saying they're from I, the government, but it's, it's really kind of sketchy. <laughs> like, they're not making sense. I don't really know if I believe them. So I'd really just rather you guys come over and handle it. <laughs> he was yeah. right in the middle of, of, of working on his painting for the duck stamp, too. Probably. Okay, you didn't see the movie Fargo. Yeah, I did. Okay. I also have met the number one reigning champion in most uh that's right m most uh duck stamp yeah. making person i don't mm -hmm. know what you call that they select artwork <laughs> yeah. to go on a duck stamp. right but this person has the most is yeah. the reigning champion for most picked Isn't that amazing? pictures yeah yeah i've met him cool uh <laughs> what circles do you travel in sir that you would meet such a person well you got to go to a lot of outdoorsy type shows Conventions where folks walk around in camouflage and was brandish this, weapons. Was this the turkey show? The Deer and Turkey Expo. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was the the fishing expo afterwards. And then there was the... By the way, did you know that owl hooting is now a, a, a competition? No, I did not. I, I misheard I, that. I was looking for an individual by the name of Al. No. Hooting. <laughs> I was going, what? And then I owl, called out. Owl, owl hooting. Yeah, okay. Like, like that it's thing? Yes. Yeah. relief pitcher for the <clears throat> Tigers in the 50s, wasn't it? <laughs> um, so, no, I, I, had, I recently heard about uh, a friend of mine was telling me that at the uh, Nashville Turkey Expo um, that they have, you know, they have calling competitions and stuff while yeah. they're there. And uh, they added to the roster an owl hooting contest. That's pretty cool. Um, and the, out of, like... I don't know, however many participants, one person used their voice. The rest of them used devices. what's known as a hooter. Really? Yep. There's hmm. one company. Huh. Well, there's probably more people than that that make owl hooters. Uh -huh. But there's one company that has the market pretty well cornered. And uh, uh, almost everyone there was using that call. But he was saying that he was trying to get a peek at people's calls to see what they were using. And he said that guys were like wrapping their calls in black electric tape and trying to misform them and, you know, make it look like something it wasn't just so that no one could tell what what call they were using. Right. That's wild. So that you couldn't go get it. Did they all meet at a local restaurant afterwards? No. Okay. No. I just wondered where they'd go. Why? 
when all the owl hooting competitors were, what sort of restaurant would they go to at perhaps an owl-themed restaurant? I'd go there. Hooters. I, I knew where you were getting. I have a friend. Followed up by. <laughs> I have a friend who was in Florida many years ago, had it with his mother Pete? on vacation. No. And uh, his mother was into collectibles. She liked to collect owls of different shapes and sizes. Yeah. And, 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 yeah, yeah. and, 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 and they drove by this restaurant called Hooters, and he, literally they thought it was like an owl themed restaurant oh no in they went kids and all oh no <laughs> do me a do me a solid uh-huh put that microphone down a little bit so that uh may catch your voice more directly instead of underneath is that better? I was yes trying to shoot so it. much better oh that is better so much better thank you just wait until the the whole the whole time i've been sitting here going looking at the thing looking at you Wonder looking at the thing like it. why why does it sound weird okay i apologize i had poor mic discipline it's all good um, okay, so here's my fun fact. Yep. This comes from Namibia. Mm. The sociable weaver or Philetarius socius is a species of bird in the weaver family found across South Africa. Namibia, and Botswana. This species constructs large compound community nests that resemble huts, complete with sloping thatched grass roof that sheds rain. These nests are the world's largest and most populated tree houses, with some weighing up to a ton or more and measuring up to 20 feet wide and 10 feet tall. That's huge. Built around large and sturdy structures like acacia trees, or sometimes even on telephone poles, the nests provide shelter from direct sunshine, rain, drought, and cold. They are large enough to house over a hundred pairs of birds, consisting of several generations at a time. Each breeding pair tends its own uh, tends to its own compartment, with its private own private entrance, and line the interior with soft downy plant material. These entrances are packed closely together. When seen from below, the communal nest has a honeycomb appearance. These birds are consistent, are constantly making home improvements, adding new nesting chambers, and some nests have remained occupied for over a century. That's really cool, right? Yeah, look at this thing. I want to see one. That's what I. Oh, look at yeah. Look there's at a cool thing. picture of it. Yeah. Wow. So look now. What what do they call so sociable weaver? Sociable weaver. The sociable weaver. Interesting. Huh. Namibia, South Africa, and Botswana. Yeah. There you go. That's my fun fact. I have more, but I, I chose that one because we said we were going to limit ourselves. But I, I'm really itching to to do the other one. Okay, get it. It's it's gonna it's gonna eat me if I don't. Okay. B. Arthur. Yep. You know who B. Arthur is, Matt? No. Played Dorothy on Golden Girls. Okay. My girl, right? So B. Arthur was a truck driver for the U.S. Marine Corps. Mm -hmm. The Women's Reserve during World War II. Mm -hmm. She received an honorable discharge and was regarded as one heck of a Marine. Just so you know, she was a Marine. 
and you look at her, and you can just sort of tell. <laughs> she probably rip she, your throat. She out looked and just mean. Giggle. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, okay, I had to. The Golden Girls. Golden Girls, one of my favorite TV shows of all time. It's <laughs> really. Oh yeah, grip. I am such a Golden. I have it. Have you not seen my my T shirt? Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, it. I know how much you get into <laughs> it. I love it. I yeah. love Golden Girls. Um, probably. Well, never mind. That's. I'm not going to go into the deep psychology of why I like Golden Girls. But yeah. Do you think Blanche was hot? No, not oh, even okay. a little bit. Oh, okay. It was... It... Rose. <laughs> yeah, he didn't deny it, did he? <laughs> yeah, no, he okay. didn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Betty White. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. I'm just scrolling through our group text with Florida Pete to see what I missed. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to jump in on that later. He's got something to look forward to. <laughs> Yeah, yes, we do. The way he consumes, I think he sits and waits. Really? For us. Oh, yes. As soon as it pops up, he goes for it, I think. It seems to be. I said, I remember last the last one, I remember I said something about new episodes out or whatever, and he said, oh, that reminds me. I need to make sure I put headphones in my, carry, in my carry-on <laughs> luggage for yeah. the plane. Yeah. And I was like, wow, really? Are you that excited? Like, yeah. well, He loves it. He's uh, like our biggest fan. Wow. We're going to have to get him a send him a pineapple in the mail or something <laughs> no <I didn't. laughs> no no so is we it don't possible, do that is it possible we are being recommended to uh the youth of the miami basketball team then i don't think I pete really interacts with the miami so. folks i think I he just flies yeah. the plane yeah he just yeah and he has to stay in the stadium until they're done so we can fly him home so <laughs> they, they they give him a ticket <laughs> <laughs> they don't want him just wandering off. <laughs> but I think what's really cool is he's kind of getting into sports. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really neat. It's, he's yeah. never been into sports. He in his was life. not a sports person at all. At all. Zero. Um, and he has really come a long way. Like he's, he's he's seeing things. Oh, yeah. He'll he'll text us stats and things now. And yeah. we're like, wow, look at you go, man. Oh, man. So-and-so got hurt. Looks like he's out. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He did the, the other night he texted. He's like, well, looks like this guy's out. I guess I should start packing now to leave. <laughs> I was like, wow. Way to pay attention, bud. Loving it. I'm loving it. I yeah. love watching Pete get all amped up about this stuff. I know. It's, it's great. Fun. And Pete, yeah. thank you for being our listener. I appreciate it. Yes. I'm glad that that what we do can provide some sort of entertainment for you. <laughs> I was going to say value, but I don't think it's value. No, it's say, probably yeah, just no, solidly no. entertainment. I think value as much as Dollar General falls Ow! into the value category. It's an official podcast now. I had butted the microphone. Okay, there we go. I <laughs> couldn't right. find it. And you Listen, can't. I have to go to the little boys' room because um, the men's room is too far away. Um I'll be right back. You <laughs> okay. two, to entertain the public, regale us of what... Figure out what we're going to talk about. I'll okay, be back. that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to talk about. Because I'm going to say something fancy about regaling. I also, by the way, ah! <laughs> his microphone just dropped. Oh, to, almost did to it the again. ground. He broke it. He just broke it. Once again, he has broken it. It did it again. It I did. Didn't do anything. It did. Well, okay. Well, with all that. Th- Welcome to How to Do a Podcast with Chris and Mike. I wasn't touching it that time. I I also have to take my medicine. Leave me alone. I'm old. I have medication now. Attaboy. Attaboy. It's not until you remember how many you've taken that day and then you forget and you don't know how. (laughs) 
But then you find out about six hours later is when you're going, oh, I'm having symptoms. I have to take my medicine. (laughs) (laughs) So what has happened? What what is going on in your brain, Coach Matt? Uh, too that, many things in, to catch at once. In, in the, so what, I have to be honest. Has, yeah. Uh, just dealing with busyness, and it kind of popped up on. Geez, I almost said on Tuesday, but it is Tuesday, mm-hmm. and it was earlier today, and yeah. So, <laughs> so I kind of hesitated to do the podcast because I'm thinking I have so much stuff at home I have to catch up on. Yeah. I have a bible study that i need to work on preparing Mm -hmm. and do i need to cut back on stuff and this is kind of going on in my mind and at the same time i think back to last year i was doing softball i was coaching Mm -hmm. we were doing practices on monday games tuesday stuff at the church wednesday thursday Mm -hmm. friday Mm -hmm time with my son on sunday because that's the day i get to see him right church stuff on sunday repeat and i was fine yeah everything was going okay god was giving me the energy to do it all Mm -hmm. what has changed i have free time on mondays and tuesdays now right and am i just not as focused as i was and it's kind of that spot every once in a while. Maybe we get complacent in our walk and we may lose focus and not spend our time as wisely as we need to. Do you feel like it's been an adjustment in um, priority? Uh, I don't know if it's that or if I've just lost focus and focused on things that I shouldn't be focused on, which I do know that I've downloaded an app that is card games. And Mm -hmm. every once in a while I find myself playing that and that is taking time. I didn't realize I had and probably don't really have. But as I'm talking through this, just it kind of, gives an illustration of how easily we can get distracted and start chasing other things that distract us in our walk and pull us away from God. Yeah. Time is one of those things that's, it's so, it, it, you you talk about stewardship and time. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. If you actually spend time or put the effort into, into monitoring your time there, there was an exercise that we used to do at the greenhouse, um, which for those of you who don't know is the men's shelter program, um, kind of hitting a reset on life, place to stay, get things back together. Um, but it was a 24 hour calendar spreadsheet kind of thing that we would hand these sheets out and, and we would literally account for every hour in the day. You know, there's work, there's sleep, there's eating, there's, you know, you know, a Bible study, there's, there's this and that. It's amazing that once you actually sit down and look at all that stuff, how much time there is that we just fritter away. Mm-hmm. We just spend doing almost nothing. It's, it has been impressive to me 
um, now that I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm retired, I'm not working every day. It's impressive to me how a, large chunks of a day can just go away. And I don't even notice. Yep. Um, until I realize, well, I've got this list of things I want to get done and there's nothing checked off on the list. Um, and, you know, for me, having a list helps me to stay on task and focused because yeah. I can drift off into anything at any moment. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll call it, you know, looking up fun facts for the podcast, but no, that's <laughs> not, I'm just, I'm just goofing around looking at silly stuff. Um, so it's, it, it, I get it. I, I absolutely understand. There's a, you know, there are people that just seem to always be doing something at the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Chris and I have talked about this when we've tried to like arrange a worship practice and we can't do Monday nights. Tuesday nights are tough. Wednesdays. Well, we've got, you know, this on Wednesday nights. And then it comes down to being Saturday evening as being the only time we could do worship practice. And we were, it was impressive to see how many people had so many other times during the week when they could have done it. Um, and this isn't knocking anybody at all. It's just, you get to a place where you're doing stuff constantly and you don't recognize the time that it's taking and yeah. it can be just absolutely good, productive, useful servant time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, well, where do we, huh, is it possible to be so busy doing things at the church? And I'm air quoting that doing things at the church that we forget what God is calling us to do. Have I you had that experience? I strongly believe it. Uh, I don't know if I've experienced that, but there definitely is a point where you can be too busy to notice that God's doing something else. Yeah. Get into that place where it's, well, it's just time to make the donuts. I just mm -hmm. got to go do this now. I said I was going to do it, so I got to go do this. Yep. Um, I, I, I have an, it, on Thursday mornings, I come up and do the desk. I, I do the welcome center on Thursday mornings. And, there for a little bit of time, it was like, oh boy, Thursday morning. Okay, I'll go up and do that. That's what I'll do. And, and, and then we came to a place as a church where we needed to do cleaning ourselves. We needed to really, uh, you know, attack stuff. So I started doing some of that and was just talking about it. The next thing I know, um, there is a guy that I know that, that comes in now on Thursdays because he's got a block of time where he's not working. He just comes in and helps clean and we hang out. And it's, that's how God does stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, he tries to, he try, excuse me, pardon me. I was talking. God tries to get us to, oh, I wish we had video of this. Mr. Workman's mic has decided to go on vacation. Um, it has, it has broken its tiny little leg. It's, it's pieces are coming off in his hand. Um, and, and it's, it's, <laughs> he's going to break it. He's going to break it. I know we were just talking about how we spend our time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm spending my time fixing this. And, 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 <laughs> Chris's, Chris's attitude of service at the moment is, um, in need of <laughs> prayer consultation. 
Do, could we help you, sir? Do you, do you want to hit the pause button? And then we can make all kinds of noise. Oh, now he wants to, yeah. No, we'll just keep going. You just go ahead and rattle that implement all you want. And we'll just we'll just talk over top of it. We'll you. just ignore the noise here. Thank you. <laughs> Sometimes this is how I feel when I'm talking anyway. We'll just ignore the noise. How valuable is it to ask God, what do you want me to do with this time? I think it's extremely valuable and so easy to not even think about. Yeah, yeah do, do we get to doing stuff? I mean, you were you were just saying, you got something on Monday night, Tuesday night, you're on Wednesday night, you're on Thursday night? Yeah, Thursday yes, night are, I'm yeah, here. Yeah, Thursday night you're at the desk. And then Friday night you have the, uh, the, the Bible night. study meeting thing Friday night. Yep. So six of the seven days a week, you crack the doors here, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Or doing things that are associated with what's going on here, like softball. That's a way to spend time. And we're having fun, but there is fellowship. Yeah. And there, there are moments that come out of that where I, I think people have kind of, there are opportunities to grow. Mm -hmm. um, I, I experienced an opportunity to grow out of that myself. Yeah. Um, and in, in an interesting way. So it's the things that God throws down in front of us for us to do. Um, sorry. <laughs> just keep going. Just, just keep swimming. Under. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. <laughs> the, and we're talking about this and i know for sure i was doing everything god wanted me to do last year he was giving me the energy to do it yeah. when normal times i'm not a people person and i'm around right. people constantly yeah. my job i'm dealing with customers at work mm -hmm. and i'm not getting worn out and that was last year this year something's <clears throat> off really Mm -hmm. it, it can be physically taxing yeah sometimes you have to be cautious about the the people that you are around mm -hmm. um, i've noticed that over time if, if if i have to change who i spend time with um just in order to to kind of look out for you know for for things that are negative things that will direct me in in, in the wrong place um, I have a friend, uh, well, he's, he's been on the, the podcast before, Mr. Kibbe. Um, he's, <laughs> you know, I wonder if these are the noises that were heard in East Palestine, Ohio, <laughs> right before the train went off the track. But <laughs> what are you accusing me of? Dale, <laughs> creating a toxic work environment. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Never mind. And, uh, but Dale and I get together every week or two, and we have coffee for an hour or so. And it's really good to talk to someone who is so seasoned. Um, in seasoned. What? Well, he is. He's not just, you know, he, he's older than I am, which he freely admits. To him, I, I'm like a kid. I mean, there's like 14, 15 years difference between him and I. He and I. Um, but it's, he is so seasoned in serving God, which I am not. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm very new to this, um, and sometimes it shows up. 
sometimes I will, I will make errors in my service or my attitude or all sorts of things. Sorry, I was momentarily fascinated by what Mr. Workman was doing. He is, he is yes. giving this microphone the once over. Um, he has it in a position where it is highly vertical. I would, I would be willing to um, wager, not to trigger any of my friends, but, <laughs> but <laughs> want to make a bet. Um, oh no, he bent it back down into range of his vocal placement, and uh, it did not come apart because that's what I was guaranteeing. So but it was going to come apart. It was going to come apart again. And there would be, you know, more noise. We really do need to get get a new one. Yeah, we do. <laughs> that, or I'm going to just custom make something. You know how to weld. But I don't you could have a spend welder. your time welding. I could, but I don't have a welder. Oh. So your neighbor does. So I can spend your money to buy a welder. Okay, sure. So yeah. I can spend my time welding. Yeah. Or well, I can just well, spend how did my money. Get in this. Or I could just spend your money to buy a new mic stand. <laughs> you could. That's it. Well, I still wonder why you keep saying my money, your money. Because I ain't got none. Well, join the club. <laughs> I'm trying to make sure I'm trying to figure out a way to buy a new keyboard. I know. <laughs> How much plasma you got? <laughs> we'll go in halfsies. Oh, my gosh. I can start Sorry, donating, folks. Start donating bodily fluids. Apologize. Uh, He's out of breath. Yeah, I had to go all the way to my car. Why? Because I remembered my phone went off, it reminded me that I have to take medication when I eat. Oh, okay. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, no, I didn't. Wow. And so I had to go get it. Yeah. And I went to the bathroom while we were out. What's it like so, to have your body falling apart? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Matt? <laughs> I am not he, there yet, He's thankfully. not experiencing this. <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah. Um, no, I, I'm good. I'm good now. Are you good? Yeah, fix the microphone. Okay. We're, uh, we're talking about folks. How, how God fills up our time. <clears throat> and sometimes when we get to doing things, he will, I, not to put words in your mouth, but I, I think he withdraws, not withdraws, but he doesn't provide the same kind of provision when we start doing it, either because, well, it's just time to go do this, or we start taking great chunks of value in what we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, thanks for that. Insight. <laughs> uh, Insightful yeah. comment number seven. Yeah. Well, so like I was saying earlier, I had to turn down really good basketball tickets because I'm leading worship in church. Yeah. Like, sorry, can't. You can't not? Right. Um, That's very, yeah. very frequently, um, I'm lucky enough to have bosses who love Jesus mm -hmm. and understand that I am neck deep in church involvement, ministry, all that good stuff that my kids are, you know, play every sport known to mankind. And, 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 you know, they, they are kind enough to understand those things. It's, it becomes, I had a conversation with someone recently. I was sorry. I was I was trying to figure out how to word this. I had a conversation with someone who really did not understand that for me, it's not even a consideration to not be there, either on Sunday or Wednesday or sure. any variety of things. Um, and it 
it doesn't upset me that they don't see that, but it surprises me sometimes. Yeah. Why would mm-hmm. you not want to? Don't I mean, don't you see, like we were talking about this Thursday morning and somebody came in to, to help with cleaning just to hang out for a couple hours. Okay. And, and he and I have gotten to talk a lot about stuff that's going on in his life and his family. And, and then we talk about nonsense for a while. It's very much like a podcast only without it being broadcast. <laughs> and, uh, and, but it's, those are the opportunities that God provides when we're using our time, his time mm-hmm. to, to, just to serve. Yeah, I had a I had a really good opportunity uh, to sort of kind of drive this home to my children this weekend, and I was very proud of their reaction. Um, we were sitting in church Sunday morning and received some news that uh, some folks in my small group on Wednesdays. Now I very much look at that as kind of like a mini church, That's and good. I and I try yep. to try to think of it as those are my people. Yes. Right. Yes. And so not that I'm a pastor or anything like that, but those are, those are my people. I'm mm-hmm. there. God has put me in that place to, to help care and shepherd for them. And so I found out that uh, one of those people that were in my small group was going through some things and their kid was in the hospital. And so my wife and I, when I found that out, I said, well, we got it. We're going, we're going down there after church then. Okay. And, uh, my children, uh, on Sundays, they have open gym up here, play basketball every Sunday, and that's something that they look forward to on a weekly basis. And um, so as soon as church was over, I said, hey, come on, hurry up. We have to go. You know, you guys are going home. Your mom and I got to go to Columbus, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, there was, well, are we not going to open gym? I said, no, listen, this, 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 and this happened. We, we have to go do this. Mm-hmm. And, and it, there was no... There was no kickback from it. There was no discussion uh, of, yeah. uh, it was, okay, I get it. And because they've grown up in an environment yes, and they've watched their parents their entire life at the drop of a hat. If God says, this is what's going on, or if somebody needs help, or if there's, you know, God has us go ministering at, at a certain mm-hmm. point, they very much have grown up understanding that when that happens, everything else goes to the wayside this yeah. is what God's doing right now. Yes. That's what we're doing. Yeah. And so it, it was, it was really neat. Yeah. They were, my oldest one was texting my wife the whole time asking, how's he doing? How's things going? And blah, Great. blah, blah. Yeah. And so, yeah. And, and these are people that your kids care about. Oh, for sure. 100%. I mean, absolutely. They, they see that and they just naturally care about them. Yeah. You, you said, you said something that, that just sort of struck a chord. You were trying to describe your Wednesday night group, your small group as, as, as your people. Yeah. Uh, people, I've had this discussion with, with a couple of folks about the Wednesday night small groups here. Um, what, and they go, well, like you're the leader of these people. And, and besides the fact that I have trouble envisioning myself in that kind of role. So do I. I'm, I'm, <laughs> what? I'm going, huh? What? Huh? No, I'm here to serve them in a different way. And, and I, I, you know, not because that was Sunday sermon, not that because that's stuff that I've been reading. It's, I, I just see it as these are the people that God has said, go with them when they got to do something. Yeah. Be aware. Go, go through it with them. Yeah. 
And, and that just makes all the difference in the world um, mm-hmm. because I don't get tired of it and I don't feel, I don't generally, I don't always do this perfectly, but I don't generally feel stressed about the responsibility. Right. Because I see it as an absolute responsibility. Oh, 100%. I mean, I, I said it, <laughs> I actually said something about this in, in last Wednesday or the Wednesday before, right? Someone asked a, there was a, a question or a, um, a questioning of, of, of the validity of something that was said mm-hmm. in, in process of teaching. Mm-hmm. And so as I often do, I went way, 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 way out here around the mountain to come back around. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I literally spent probably 20 minutes making sure that this person understood what we were saying. Right. And, um, you know, there was a question is, why do you do that? <laughs> I said, because I read the book of James. Yeah. I understand what it means to be a teacher. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. And I know how much responsibility I bear for what you take out of this. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure that I do everything that I possibly can to make sure that you understand what's being said. Right. And, that, and if there are misconceptions or misunderstandings right. or, or things, boy, I, I got to work take... hard at clearing them. A lot of times I don't get out. We, we'll sit back in a room and talk Same. for another half hour or Same. more. I, my, I, I, I'm so late getting out. I know. I, I, I'm sitting there. I'm itching to see my boy Chris and just say hi and hey, how you doing? But he's in his room and I'm in my room. Yeah. Sometime around 9, 930, we come <laughs> on and I'm going, hi, have a nice night. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll spend however long it takes, or, right. or if I know it's going to take a long time, I'll say, "Hang on to that." When we're done with class, when class yes. is over, yes, I'll so hang out and talk to you. I'll break it down for you. Yeah. That way, we don't have to hold up everybody else. I've done that. Let's get another perspective on this. You and I kind of lead groups, and Matthew, you're a part of another group that's led by someone else. Mm-hmm. Are those your people? I would say so. Yeah, I um, asked, knowing full well that. Yeah, I know how you see them. I've seen mm-hmm. you interact with those folks. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if you're tasked with facilitating, organizing, encouraging. Well, those are all the things that everyone does on a good team. Sure. Mm-hmm. Coach. <clears throat> I mean, if you, I mean, if you've got a Baker, I, 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 I can't start. I mean, if you've got someone on the team that is not actually on the team, you have to do two things, I think, is you have to teach them. You have to help encourage and instruct them. And you have to protect the rest of the team from them at times. Yeah. And sometimes simultaneous. Oh, absolutely. At the same time. You're not going to kick anybody. In, in, in this setting, you're not going to throw anybody out of your group. No. Um, I have threatened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then they came to Mike. Never mind. <laughs> um might have come to my group, but anyway. <laughs> you know, there are going to be personality issues no matter where. Oh, for sure. It doesn't matter if it's church league softball, yeah, yeah. Wednesday night small group, or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as they're about to experience. <laughs> you can tell the teams that really like each other. Oh, yeah. That enjoy playing with each other. Yeah. And you can grow into roles. Like, like when it comes to, like, God, you were talking about filling your time and going with God when he says to do things and, and whatever. And um, So, speaking of Wednesday night small group, right? Yeah. When I first started doing that, I was just 
filling in a spot, right? Somebody, somebody's work shift changed who was leading the group. And someone, and, and Mike said, hey, can you fill in? And I said, sure. Three years later. And so <laughs> um, God very quickly sort of went, this is mm-hmm. you now. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I hated it. I was like, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to be in charge. I'm just filling in <laughs> like for weeks and weeks and weeks. I was just like, nah, no, no, I'm, I'm not fearless leader. I'm just filling in. I'm not in charge. I'm just here to read through this Bible study. I'm facilitating. That's all I'm doing. And then God would just kept poking me with stuff. Like I'd be trying to just go through the Bible study, just, just go through <laughs> it. One, two, God's three, and God's like, no, say this. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> And so finally, I just was like, okay, fine. I guess I'm doing this now. And so, like, it became very apparent very quickly that God was like, no, really, this is something I'm going to develop in you, right? Um, And, you know, I'm still not completely comfortable in it. And I think that's a good thing, Yeah. right? And, but there have been moments and this is just a just a testimony of not to be sound too cliche or 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 churchy or whatever but like if he's going to stick you in something he's going to give you what you need to do it yeah right yes. yeah um and so like for me i have seen the fruit of being willing and just showing up and saying, all right, here I am, let's do this, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, I've seen fruit from it and yeah. it's been incredible. And so, um, I've gotten to do things and, and have interactions that I probably never would have. Right. And be part of people's lives that would, you would not have necessarily ever. Sure. Because I mean, we go, there's a lot of people who go to church here and I, and I love everybody who goes to church here. But I don't necessarily have super close relationships with everyone who goes to church here. Well, you, you know? can't. There's too many and, people. And, and people, <laughs> you know, uh, people ask me all the time, like, hey, did you see so-and-so? I'm like, no, I didn't. I'm Particularly on Sunday mornings, like, mm-hmm. I I barely notice when there are new people there. Um, because I'm, I'm so engaged in what I have to do on Sunday mornings that I, I don't really look up. You know what I mean? I don't have time to stop until after I'm over. Right. And so, and when it comes to teaching or preaching or leading worship or something like that, there, you kind of need to be in the zone as it were. Right. And so I try to not talk to as many people as possible right? so that I can keep my heart and mind focused where it needs to be. Yeah. So, Yeah. I just watching watching you grow sounds like the old guy who's got it all figured out. We know that's not the case. But watching you grow, there was a period of time where I was teaching a Sunday school. I was teaching Sunday school. And I knew that I was probably the least qualified person in the room. <laughs> now you were the most qualified. You're the only one who'd been, been gone to Bible study or Bible school. Yeah, that makes You me, went to Bible college, so that means you're the only one in there qualified. Technically, it makes me less qualified, <laughs> just so you know. Um, anyway. Um, and I remember trying to drag you into it. 
every Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were fighting the whole way, mm-hmm. it, but it was, and I, I never could figure out why. And in, in my own insecurities, I was going, I must be so far off base. He's afraid to even say anything. Mm-mm. And, <laughs> and look, this is what he'd do. He'd go, mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm trying to elicit <laughs> a conversation, an expansion, an, an, an edification. And I get, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else to add, buddy. You got it. <laughs> okay. That was what he was doing. This is sounding like a lot of Friday night Bible studies I've done, that I've been doing. <laughs> yeah, trying to pull somebody into the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who yeah. doesn't really want to. No, I, so, so not to take the conversation in too much of a left turn, but. Go ahead. Um, I've never done that. I, I am, <laughs> I, I have this. Uh, bent for deference. Yes. Um, I, I am. I will defer to everyone else around me mm-hmm. before I do or say anything. Mm-hmm. And I've developed that as a result of doing the opposite for so many years when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because when I was younger, I didn't need no deference. I'd just tell you. Because yeah, you were right. <laughs> yeah, I already knew. <laughs> Right. And, uh, you divide, you know, it's God working on pride and arrogance. Right. Uh And it's sort of me and my own emotion have taken it probably too far to the other side where now I, I, I would rather not say anything at all because I'd rather defer. Right. Right. Because I don't, and I, I, my boss at work, we had a huge conversation about this today because he, he always, he'll ask me something. I'll say, I don't know. And he's always, he finally today, he was like, why, 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 why do you always say you don't know? Like, I know, you know, and I'm like, no, but I don't. I said, I don't ever want to think that I know. And he just kind of looked at me like I had six heads and I'm like, well, how arrogant of me is it to just think that I know something? And he just was like, well, if you know, you know. And I was like, no. No. Because you've been doing this your entire life. I've been doing it for barely a year. Uh-huh. Why on earth would I not come ask you? Mm-hmm. Wow, well, there's no need to ask. I know you know. And I'm like, but I'd rather come ask. Right. So that you tell me. That it's correct, so yeah. that I know that what I thought I knew is correct. Then I'll fin- then I'll execute. Right. Because I don't ever want to be in a place where I think that I know, and I'm I don't need to ask. Right. And for mm-hmm. for me, I've I've I lived a, my life in that place. Yeah. And I wasn't going to ask. Sure. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And it. There comes a point, too, in all of this, and maybe it's age, I don't know, but it's allowing myself the luxury of an unexpressed thought. <laughs> Listen, I got to gotta pause you on that. I got to pause you on it, because I have to tell you this. All right? You're going to be so proud. Oh, boy. <laughs> My children's music teacher at school uh-huh. caught wind of that saying. Yeah. Because my daughter, my oldest daughter, you guys both know her, she has a real problem with this. Does she talk? She had every thought that enters her brain falls out of her mouth. <laughs> and I am constantly telling her to allow herself the luxury of an unexpressed thought. That's so great. So she's in music class one day and her music teacher is like, oh, 
like you can tell he's i mean he's the sweetest kindest guy ever but he's he's getting to that point where he's Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. dude just calm down over there right and she goes you know what my dad always tells me that I should allow myself the luxury of an unexpressed thought. Oh, and, he, and he <laughs> lost it. He wrote it down. He was like, well, tell your dad I'm so stealing that. And, uh, yeah, I still owe him coffee. I have to take him for coffee. But, yeah, yeah, that's good. He's a good dude. That's good. He's a good dude. Anyway, I, I'll let you be proud of that. It's made it all the way into the school I now. Would, uh, that's good. It has now made geographical progress <laughs> from Columbus to American to Mount Gilead. Gilead. There you go. <laughs> it's but it's even when you know what the answer is, sometimes it's good just not to say it. Sometimes you don't have to say it. Yeah, because that doesn't allow that person to grow. For sure. Sometimes they've you've just got to uh, to protect them while they experienced it. Sure. And grow mm-hmm. into it. Sure. It, yep. Oh what? You <laughs> say that little hitch. Yeah. Well, you just I'm said it. I'm kind of thinking of how to word something in my mind right now. I was it's say, something I'm struggling over there. with. You got to get in on this. That I feel like there is something I hold the key to unlocking a problem in my friend's mind that God is just telling me, Nope, you gotta stay on the sideline, you have to stay silent. Yeah. It's hard to do. It is. It's hard to do, especially because it's easy from the outside looking in, from an outside perspective, to see all of the moving parts. Mm-hmm. That when you're the person in the middle of it, you can't see all those. You're too close to it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and it's, it sucks when you want to dive in, especially if you love the person. Mm-hmm. And, and then, you know, God's like, nope, don't do it. That's not yours. That's not your bear trap to fix. Mm-hmm. And even on top of this, I feel like a bad friend. I feel like I'm letting my friend um, slip away, too. And yep. it's hard, but sometimes that's what God calls us to do. And, and if you know that God said, don't do it, mm-hmm. you know, because not do it. Right. Well, because you don't know what it's going to bring you too, right? Mm-hmm. God could, could see, you know, because it's not like, you know, God can see the future, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that <laughs> Right. Uh, and so like, you know, you might step into that and open your mouth and then that's going to do something to you heart wise. Mm-hmm. And that's going to pull your heart somewhere it doesn't need to be. Mm-hmm. Right. It could be a form of protection for you. Yep. And it could be that God has other people who he wants to bring in line to sure. assist yeah. for their growth, the growth of everybody, and for, for the understanding that you don't have to do everything yourself. We were talking about a situation mm-hmm. where a friend of mine kind of stepped into something um, that was troubling me with someone, and, he, and, and this guy stepped into it uh, because he just can <laughs> it's just so it's just who he is and and there's no malice there's no nothing and uh and he stepped into it and and provided resolution while i'm on the sidelines over here just stewing and ready to be angry and unhappy and fussy and <laughs> and uh, just, not just you being a child about it no not you <laughs> i told you I need people who've been around doing this for longer than I have because I just don't sometimes. Mm, mm, mm. 
Uh-huh. That's, That's when your Bible college goes out of business because <laughs> they couldn't get any more loans to fund the college. Then you know that maybe it wasn't the best education. You oh, know, did you that. go to East Coast Bible College too? <laughs> no, Cincinnati. Right. You've never heard of it either. <laughs> East Coast. Why have I not heard of it? Because <laughs> it ain't there no more. Oh, okay. <laughs> KCC's still there. Kentucky Christian. Yeah, but I wouldn't uh, qualify yeah. that as a, as a Bible college. Oh, you wouldn't? Uh, no, I've been oh, okay. there. <laughs> well, me, my me sister too. graduated from there. Really? And is doing very well. Good. That's good, good for her. Good. good I, I did. Uh, I did four years of choir concerts there, yeah, yeah, and that, several. Uh, What's well, you public school kids? Well, and and I did several uh, ministerial things there. Yes. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Your sister didn't go there in the 70s, did she? No. Okay, good. Thank you. What, what, <laughs> what, what time period did your sister go there, just out of curiosity? Uh, 96 to 2000, I think. That was before me. Okay. So she's probably still good. Yeah. <laughs> You're such an influencer. <laughs> I was I was influencing before YouTube was a thing. <laughs> Small market. Small market. <laughs> Just take a few left turns and you pull into Carter Caves. Yeah. There you go. Anyway. Um. <laughs> I saw Jaws in Ashland, Kentucky. Um. I saw Audio Adrenaline in Ashland, Kentucky. <laughs> it's funny, the, the, all the, the places that he and I have in common over the years. It's weird. Audio so. Adrenaline was from KCC, weren't they? Partly. Yeah, that one of the guys was from Mount Gilead. I've heard, and then there was another guy that was from Ashland, so I'm I wouldn't be surprised if that's where they got started. It was a KCC. Huh. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I think there we go. <laughs> I think we should put a pin in this one. Yeah. Oh, look at that! There we are on the on the Facebooks. Yeah. Yeah. Rascal Flats is from Columbus. Um. <laughs> REMs from Athens, Georgia. <laughs> there was a Miss America from Marion. Yes, there was. I have done work on her house. <laughs> have you? Well, she was long gone. <laughs> Someone else owned it when I did the work there. Number? What? Number? Yeah. 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 It was great. Yeah. So. Hmm. Well, you know what? <laughs> Oh, I have one, one oh more thing. Oh, my Before golly, we, yeah. I guess I'm trying to wrap this up. No, People listen. Getting, boy, they're one out more. there clicking off anyway, listen, so it doesn't matter. No, we're going to talk about oh, this. Oh, go bless more. yourself. <laughs> go bless yourself. <laughs> bless your heart. Uh, no, real quick. So um, I got to do something this weekend that was uh, it was really neat. Um, I got to go visit this person in the hospital, right? Uh, her son was in the hospital. And... Uh, I got the opportunity to show some serious love. Like when sometimes people have relationships that just sort of don't work for one reason or another. And that's kind of what had happened in this situation. Um, and so when we showed up, there was almost surprise. And uh, what this person said was, I thought you all hated me. Because, you know, they hadn't been around in a while and things had happened between a relationship, whatever. Um, and this person said, well, I, I thought that everyone hated me. And 
I said something to the effect of shut your mouth, your family, mm-hmm. you can't get away that easy, right? And he just lost it. Just broke down. And I went, whoa. That's, like, you actually felt that way. Like, you really thought that. Like, that's crazy. Because to, because in my mind, I can't even fathom that. I can't even fathom. Because, like, and maybe I've just been <laughs> attached to these people for so long that I just look at everyone who comes in this building as family. Like, I don't care who you are, right? Like, we just don't care. Right. Like, like I... If I come in contact with you, I love you. Uh-huh. Like, I don't have to have some kind of crazy special relationship because I don't. Like, right. like with this person, I don't really have that much of a relationship. Yeah. They were attending my small group for a while. Mm-hmm. But really, it's just, I love you. Mm-hmm. You're my people, right? It's, I would do the same thing for anybody, right? It's not that they're special. And to me, it was just like normal, right? And, and But the the obvious reaction... And there were other people around that were like, oh, see, because they introduced me as, you know, this is, you know, blah, blah, blah from B Ministries, right? And I was like, and, and the reaction from the people, other people in the room, oh, and it was just like, what? Like, why, why is this weird? Like, do people not love each other? Like, do you, y'all don't love each other? Like, like, what do you? Y'all are here for the same reason. Like, why is it weird? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I don't get it. Like, it threw me for a loop. Like, I've been thinking about it since Sunday. Like. You you have been around other churches. But, so, it, well, but it's been a long time, though. That's true. You've been here <laughs> many years. And so it's and like. most of your adult life. Well, yeah, but even those churches, they would do the same thing. Really? Okay. Yeah. Like, That's it's rare. just. It's a thing. Like, like if somebody was in the hospital or if somebody was sick, there's at least 15 people showing up to pray with you and bring you food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just what they did. Because that's, that's what you do. Somebody you love is, is down, you go help them out. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, it was just, it was. <sighs> I, I think it, I, I don't know. In my experience, that sort of thing was a rarity. Really? Now, that may have been my experience of it. Dag on Church of Christ, people. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do bad things, you're going to hell. Um, and we're going to help you. <laughs> and, and Oh, you're sick? It's probably because... You <laughs> 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 it wasn't even that spiritual. <laughs> so something you said really struck me. She thought that we hated her and... You know, you didn't have to take that time to go visit, but you did. Yeah, well, that that was like, like for me, I just looked at it like this is what we do, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not anything weird, but like, the, like we texted her and was like, "Hey, what do you want for lunch?" And she's like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "But well, we're coming down. We're on our way. Um, what do you want to eat?" Right? And it was, "No, you don't have to do that. You don't have to come. It's fine." Blah blah. And it's like, "No, you don't understand." This isn't an option, and we're already on our way. Like, I'm already halfway there. I need you to tell me what you'd like to eat, because if not, I'm going to show up with food, and I want to make sure it's something you don't like, right? So tell me what you don't like, at least, if you're not going to tell me what you want, right? And it was, you know, well, you know, no fish, basically, was what they said. Okay. 
So I already knew where we were going for lunch. And so I got him the same thing and showed up. And it was just like, these people were baffled, absolutely baffled. And the, not just, you know, she was just, you know, thankful, right? The, the direct people, but the other people around were just like, I'm sorry, what you, you drove how far just to come down here and give them pizza and hang out, say hi, like what, you know? And, and it was, it was this moment. I, I'm, I've just been thinking about it for days. Cause I'm just like, I don't know. I can't wrap my head around like and see, to me, it's an example that if we use our time the way God wants us to use our time, there will be incredible fruit from it. And that oh, reaction is just a big example of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was, oh, it was hilarious. From literally from the time we stepped out of the car in the parking garage, the whole time we were there to the time we left, it was like, and this, I don't want it to sound like, hey, you know, look at all the cool stuff I did, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But it, there was like this, God was like, these people are mine, and I want everyone here to see what's happening, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And literally, from the parking garage, random people, like yeah. the security guards were throwing some dude out who was yelling and cussing and on drugs, <laughs> probably, and... And, and like in the middle of all of this, we're walking in and the nurse is like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I was like, no, it's cool, man. We deal with this stuff all the time. Like, <laughs> this is not new. And then like the dude was freaking out. And I'm like, look, here, look, dude, here, slice of pizza here. Just yeah. here, have a slice of pizza. Yeah. And it was, and just, <laughs> man, see, this is what y'all need to be doing. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And it was like, and it was, there was that. I tried to get the security guards pizza. They didn't want any, but, um. It's, it was really weird because we got to the thing and we were like, listen, I have no idea what room this kid's in. We just kind of showed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, here's his name. I need to know where to go. And uh, they were like, oh, oh, you guys are uh, uh, you guys are from the church, right? And we were like, yeah. And they were like, oh, yeah, they said you were coming. And I'm like, oh, okay. okay. And instead of just getting the little visitor wristband thing, they, we, I got a special one that had the word clergy written on it. There you go. Special <laughs> access pass. I, and, and, and I got a personal escort straight to the room. Like I didn't have to do anything else. Like dude came from, they called wow. kid out from the back and said, take them there. Wow. And like bypassed everything else and just went to the room. And it was like, we showed up and they already had a bunch of people in the room. They were like, well, we kind of have a two visitor limit. We were like, all right, cool. It's cool. We'll hang out out here and wait, whatever. Can we just take the food back so they can have that, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, one of the other nurses came around the corner like, no, 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 no. They're, 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 uh, they're the church people. They can go back. It's fine. They're the church. People. They don't count as visitors. <laughs> they can go back. Yeah. And it was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> And it, it just the whole the whole experience was just like, whoa, yeah, like it was trippy, man, just absolutely trippy. Yeah. And I'm like, I just showed up to give them food, mm-hmm. like, like it's what we do. I mean, my, you can't stop my wife from bringing you food if you are sick or in the <laughs> hospital. Yeah. Like, 
It's coming, whether you want it or not. You even brought me a Krispy Kreme donut. I did. I swung by Wilson's house on the way back into town, delivered some pizza mm-hmm. and a Krispy Kreme donut. Yeah, it was just, it was so crazy, though. The whole, the whole weekend, because the day prior to that, I got to sit with a man who's uh, recently found out that he's got some pretty hardcore lung cancer. And uh, I got to sit and talk with that guy. And um, it, it, I don't know, man. It just the whole weekend was just God was just like. And I got to work on Monday and my boss was just like, man, you look exhausted. And I was like, I am. I didn't really get to stop at all all weekend. And he was like, yep, now you get to come to work. <laughs> I was like, yep. Now we'll go do this. Now we'll go do that. So, yeah, and it was just, I don't know, man. It's just been crazy. God's just yeah. doing crazy stuff, yeah. blowing my mind left and right. Well, because you're willing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will, well, that's kind of why I wanted to share that because you guys were talking about what you do with your time. And it's like immediately I just went back to this weekend because mm-hmm. it's like this whole weekend has just been like just go, 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 go. And not even busy stuff. Like my kids didn't even have sports stuff happening. Yeah. It was just ministry stuff, ministry stuff, ministry stuff, Min- yeah. like all weekend. It was like God was like, oh, you have some time where you don't have anything to do? Here's all these things. Go do them. Yeah. It's like, okay. And and it was, none of it was really planned. I got a phone call Saturday morning, said, hey, can you come help me do this? Yes, I can. Okay, after we're done with that, hey, can we go sit with this guy? Yes, we can. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was just like, boom, 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 boom. And the the thing for me about this whole, the whole thing is that my children are growing up in a household where they get to watch that happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They get to watch their parents put things that most people would consider more important kind of on the back burner at the drop of a hat. Right. With no no warning at all. Just this happened. Okay, we're going there. Yeah. Right. This is what's going on. Okay, we're going there. That's next. Well, what about that? That's not important right now. Last Wednesday take it back to last week I was supposed to do something with the youth after class something happened where I had to have this conversation at the end of class Mm -hmm. and I was doing personal one-on-one ministry with somebody and my kids come busting through the door because where's dad right and they came in and I was like hey just tell Evan something more important is happening right now I'll have to get it another time and it was like okay and then Evan of course, totally understood. Yeah, he gets it. You know, I told him afterwards, I'm like, hey, sorry, dude, God was doing stuff, and I I, I had to be there. And he was right. like, no, dude, I totally get it, right? So, yeah, this idea of God just being like, hey, ding, turn left now. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, <laughs> recomputing, yeah. right? And, oh, it's, it's crazy, man. It's, it's crazy. It's, it, it's what will happen if we let ourselves do it, and the, if we it, don't get ourselves in the way. Yeah, and the, and the trip... Oh, wow. We're at an hour and a half. Sorry. That's why you were trying to shut me up. Uh, <laughs> um, sorry, I was gone for 20 minutes. So, you know, yeah, he's, he's got a lot um, to say I'm yet. just going to cut all that out. <laughs> Probably, uh, yeah, the whole you. setup and everything. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, so like what baffles me and the thing that I guess that I notice is not when that happens. That's just sort of become what my life is. Become the norm. It's when nothing, when it doesn't. Well, that and when other people 
kind of turn their head sideways at it. Mm -hmm. It makes me go, what? Don't you do that? (laughs) Well, it's encouraging to other people. And, you know, I, I have a handful of individuals in my life who are Christians who go to church, right? Not this church, but they go to church and they kind of look at you like, bro, you're nuts. Like you're insane. Why would you spend all that time doing that? Like, what are you doing? Like, (laughs) it's so funny. Like, it's so funny to hear people go, well, what do you got going on tonight? Right? Because I know you ain't just going home. Yeah, that <laughs> happen. Yep. What's tonight? Yeah. Right. And you know, it's like I, I don't get to see my house mm-hmm. normally until like nine thirty ten nine thirty ten o'clock at yeah. night. Yeah. Usually, don't get to eat dinner until then, yeah. <laughs> or I get something on the way between. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like people are just baffled by that. It's different. And to me, I, I, maybe it's because I've been so close to it for so long. Yeah. Well, you've seen it modeled to you. I have. I have. Yeah. It's not like I've always lived my life this way. I've, just, I've grown into it, though. And, and now I'm going, what else am I going to do? You know, like, right. like what, why would I do it any other way? Like it, you know? Mm-hmm. Why, is there, why, would, why is there no question for you in it? Oh, too much fruit. Yeah. Too much fruit. Yeah. Too much fruit. You get to see what God's doing. It's not because Chris did it. No, it's because I get to be with God doing what he's doing. Yeah. Right? Yep. I get to be there when God does stuff. Mm-hmm. Whether through me or not, I get to be there. Right. Right? But if you but if you if you if you try to take control of your time too much, you don't get to see that. If yeah, you put a so governor much. on your time, you put a governor on your effort, you put a governor on your energy and say, this is only the amount I'll allow mm-hmm. because I have to save some for this over here. Well, right. well, no, that's not, that's not how that works. Right. Right. I thought you gave your life to Jesus. What other decision do you need to make? <laughs> well, you give a portion of it. You don't give it all. <laughs> well, wow. yeah. What do you mean? He can, he can, he can't expect all of it. <laughs> well, I got stuff. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, there's another half hour. (laughs) (laughs) Suffice it to say, all means all, and whatever you're hanging on to, he's probably going to take away from you anyway. Yeah. Oh, there's another hour. Yeah. (laughs) We can just do an hour testimony right there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'll offend everybody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's so many times where I'll just be like, (gasps) Mm -hmm. I know, I do. I debate on writing stuff down sometimes. We can talk about that sometime. We can oh, talk about for that. real, though. For real. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. I could literally sit and go forever on this. Yes. This is why people do two-hour podcasts. Right. Like, you were asking me the other day, because I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah. yeah. And you were like, well, what's the average time people run? I'm like, about two hours. Yeah. Most most of the podcasts that I listen to are, like, at, at least two-hour podcasts. Mm-hmm. And it seems crazy to think about. But, but then we get in here and it's like, this is happening. Yes. And I'm looking at an hour and a half on the clock going, no, I could go for another hour right. on there, like for easy. And there's a part of me that's going, why do I care about the time? Right. Yeah. I get it. You know, you try to. I, I care to because I be consider it because people are going to spend their time listening. To sure. It. I, I, I don't want I, Pete I don't, to spend an entire cross country flight listening to one episode. Right. 
Why? <laughs> well, he'd probably wreck the plane. <laughs> His planes break often enough. He doesn't oh, need us involved. Goodness, he's had had some had some not good luck with that. Uh, yeah. So. Tell him to spend less money on tickets and more money on parts. There you go. And tell the NCAA that they made another wrong selection. Yeah, they messed up. Yeah. Boycott. <laughs> Petition. Let's go. Get Florida Pete to Columbus. You know, Pete, you could just come up here. You don't have to, you know, wait for a special occasion. You're you Just show up. Yeah. I, I, will, I can suddenly be sick for work. It can happen. <laughs> That's what I was thinking about this weekend. Okay, what's on Thursday? What's on Friday? Okay. I'm gonna talk to workmen. Okay, so I've got so I've got malaria on Thursday, <laughs> cholera on Friday. Friday's cholera. Uh, <laughs> I've got COVID over the weekend, so that's the next two weeks I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk him into saying. Is there any way to fake a positive for COVID? <laughs> I think I think a lot of hospitals knew how to do that. <laughs> Oh, I that's good. I think it's which box you check on that's the little good. form. That's good. All right, I'll stop talking. We're we're like, yeah, we're an hour and hour and a half in, okay. so I'm I'll stop talking. We're good. I'll leave good. it alone. Go ahead, take us home, oh. Maddie. Do you get anything else to say? No. Nope. You you tired of us talking? You just shut up so you can get out of here. No, nope. nothing to add right now. He's got things he's got to do. Yeah, right. He's got to yeah, get I've it. Got he's chores got, at home. He's got it. <laughs> well, you're chores. welcome. Then you are chores. welcome. I need clean clothes for tomorrow. You work at Wolf Brothers. You're a single. <laughs> you're a single man. Put it in the dryer. Warm equals clean. Particularly if you use the right dryer sheet. That's right. <laughs> but don't put the baking soda directly in the dryer. Scrape the fuzz Not off good. of the pizza. Heat it up. It's good to go. Right. Right. It's warm and fuzzy. That's what that means. All right. Uh, I'll shut up. Take us home. <laughs> you just got to listen to people talk about all the things they do, which which. Regardless of how it happens, um, it was just a way that you got to see see God bless other people. When we talk about fruit, those are the blessings from us, through us, that God intends for everyone we run into. So why don't you go get yourself a bushel basket, let God fill it up, and start handing out fruit. In other words, go bless somebody. Love you, bye.